Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. We look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Abrogate. To abolish by authoritative action, annul, to treat as non-existent. So I had a couple of thoughts on this, and I sort of focused on one and kind of worked that one in. And I wrote that this is messy, and it could be refined into something better. Uh, and I sort of try to do that by the end, or at least find the essence of it. Uh, but it's definitely, it's definitely something that could be messy. I'll, I'll preface with that. Um, we're gonna, it's, it's all about scoring. So there's four ways to score at the end of the game. And I'm just going to use a regular deck of cards... And imagine we're playing a game, some sort of set collection game, maybe like a draft with uh, some some manipulation to try to get a bunch of cards. But at the end of the game, we're going to score for highest rank. So it's one point equal to, points equal to your rank. So if I have a 10, it's 10 points. Uh, most of a color. So one point per card of red or black, for example most of a suit and i put two points per card in the suit so if i have you know whatever the most of my red is or my most my highest suit let's say red uh, i have eight cards i get two points per suit that's 16 points and then biggest variety meaning every unique i guess unique number that would because numbers are the rank would be the uh most variables. So let's say I have seven different ones, you know, seven different unique numbers, and I get one point per. So what's going to happen, though, is at the end of the game, players are each going to choose uh, one of these scoring methods that their opponents aren't going to score. So I'm going to say that most of a color is not going to score for all of my other opponents. Or maybe you choose for each opponent. I'm going to say this, this, and this. And it starts to get a little complex and a little messy here. But let's just say I choose for all. I choose uh, most, of a, most of a color, and everybody doesn't score that. Uh, and I assume including myself. And I'm trying to win this game um, by eliminating one of these. Most likely, and this is where I feel like it's just very narrow and there's not a lot of space in it. As I'd most likely choose my lowest one. But I might not because other players might be really high in one that I'm average in, and I might want to get rid of that for that reason alone. So, uh, end of the game, they're not going to score for it. So we're going to start comparing all of our scores. But this is where uh, I think it gets interesting. Is that uh, I'm only comparing my score, which is my three that I chose and the one that I didn't, Versus your three that you chose and the one that I, or the three that you have and the one that doesn't uh, match my scoring choices. And I'm going to uh, see if I win based on that. And then you're doing the same thing on your end, choosing one to eliminate and doing this and that. But I don't care because all I want to do is win my choice of scoring. And if I win that, then I am a winner in this game. You may also be a winner in the game, but you've shifted the rules and changed things uh, by abolishing one type of scoring. So I don't know how to kind of wean that into something that's a little more, you know, 
usable and and less wild but i i really like the idea of i create a unique scoring for me for the end of the game and it's going to determine if i am a winner um that may have been done it seems you know sort of extreme in my implementation here but it seems sort of you know interesting and sort of general in in its you know reduced pared down version of just we each create a scoring method and it determines whether we are a winner um i don't know i, I think it's a cool idea though I'm, pr I'm pretty interested in that so the second and actually the first idea i had with this was that um let's just say all players are farmers and it's a resource management building collecting game in that we're building all these different or we're we're farming all these different types of crops and let's say corn potatoes tomatoes things like that at the end of each round of the game and there might be a set a number of rounds one of the crops is going to go extinct or whatever the appropriate word is um it's just going to go bad and it's no longer uh marketable or something along those lines maybe it's you know <laughs> thinking like there's a news article out about it being poisoned or something like that but i don't like these like forced things like that because every round one of these is going to happen so i don't like the idea of oh now this is poisoned oh now this is poisoned but for some reason they're all going to go out of out of style they could also um just competition could come out each round so the basically the market price drops something along those lines but what happens is at the end of a round based on some sort of actions one of the crop types is no longer available no longer usable and no longer sellable so what happens is during the game maybe there's things that we contribute that would help make that decision uh, maybe there's some sort of vote. Maybe there's something like that. I also made a note here that the player with the most crops or the player that's in the lead would get the lowest vote. So somehow to determine, you know, who's the leader and then work backwards in, in, in the, you know, the power of their vote. But at the end of the round, we're going to say corn is now no longer applicable. It's gone. Now we have all these other crops to work with and Maybe you were banking on corn and it sets you back, but now you get some more vote because you were the most, uh -huh, you received the, the, the worst of it. So we're going to work on these other crops and every round a crop is going to disappear. And then at the end of the game, what's going to happen is we're going to have two crops left and it's going to go down to one. And then when it goes down to that one, whoever has the most of the one, or maybe not the most, but the best or whatever it could be. It doesn't have to just be a single value. It could be different values on each piece of the crop or whatever. Whoever has the most of them is going to win the game. So it's a, it's a game of deduction, not social deduction or any kind of that. It's deduction as in what's valuable is now reduced. So it's a game of reduction. Um, it's going to be reduced, reduced, reduced to we're finally at the last one and whoever has the most of them wins. So I think that's neat too, and uh, I was sort of happy with this word, um, just from a gaming sense, to abolish means to, to eliminate by choice, essentially. Um, treat as non-existent is just, it went from something to nothing, which I, I like that. Um, that's it, we're back with Design Diary, and I should have said this at the beginning, but uh, back on track, and 
I should note that we're doing uh, Monday through Friday instead of Monday through Sunday. We did the first hundred or so episodes uh, seven days a week, and the weekends were kind of dull or dead or just quiet, and we had our special guests on the weekends, and it sort of was a bummer that the episodes that would get the least amount of um, response and listens and views and everything were the ones that happened to fall on a Saturday and Sunday, at least the immediate ones. And those are the ones that sort of count uh, because it, there's a new episode the next day. So, and it sort of kind of brushes it behind it. So what I want to do is have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday will be me with Rob Kramer on Wednesdays as always. And then our special guests will be on the Fridays. So no Saturday or Sunday episode. Um, if you missed that, let me know. I have a feeling that not too many did because of the nature of weekends being, you know, different than the rest of the week. But uh, that's how we're going to do it for a while. Uh, five episodes a week. Um, it's still a ton of design diary. And I hope, I hope that works for you. And I know it works for me. So we shouldn't have any little burnouts like we did uh, just the past couple weeks. So thanks again for listening. Join us anywhere and everywhere. Twitter, BoardGameGeek, uh, anywhere you can find us. And share your designs. All right. See ya.